okay, friend, I'm just going to give you a heads up. I'm not even going to call it a warning, but I'm going to give you a heads up. Today's episode is different. It is not all business all the time like we normally talk. And Thursday's episode, it absolutely will be. But today I am sharing my heart with you and explaining or not even explaining. I'm Let's say I'm sharing how one huge trial in my life has made a massive impact in everything that I do. And I have a feeling that there are a lot of you mamas out there who can relate. Maybe even relate exactly to the situation I'm talking about. And others of you can relate to big trials and 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 the response you've had to them. So it's a heavy one. I'm just going to tell you. I'm sharing my heart, but I'll let you hop in and hear all about it. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Good morning, my unicorns. I hope you are doing fantastic. We are going to start by talking about some coffee. Everyone good with that? I hope so. Um, This morning, I heard this story. It's, It's called the coffee bean, I think is what the name of the story is. I should probably actually look that up. I will look it up and put the uh, link into the show notes. Um, But really, it was just the exact nudge that I needed to confirm that what was on my heart needed to be shared. So if you'll bear with me for a minute, I'm going to just flat out read this story to to you. It's short, but it goes right in line with what we're going to talk about today. So here we go. A young woman struggling with life went to her mother and told her how life was miserable and hard for her. She was tired of fighting and struggling with her problems and wanted to give up. I mean, we can all relate to that, right? So her mother, being the good mama that she is, without saying much, took the young lady to the kitchen. She filled three pots with water. In the first pot, she placed carrots. In the second one, she placed eggs. And the last, she placed some ground coffee beans. She let them sit and boil without saying a word to her daughter. 
The daughter wondered what her mother was trying to do while she was complaining about her life as mamas, right? We can relate to that. How many times do our kids look at us like we have three eyes? So after some time, the mother turned the burner, turned down the burner, fished the carrots and the eggs out and placed them in a bowl. Then she ladled the coffee out into a cup. Turning to her daughter, she asked, Dear, tell me what do you see? A carrot? Egg and coffee, she replied. Look closer and feel the carrots, said the mother. The daughter noted that they were soft. The mother then asked her to take an egg and break it. The exterior of the egg was hard-boiled. Finally, she asked her to sip the coffee. Its rich aroma brought a smile to her face. We can all relate to that, right? The daughter then asked, Okay, great. I'm just imagining one of my girls saying this. Okay, great, Mama. This is fantastic. But what does this mean? So all three items, carrot, egg, and coffee, went through the same situation. The boiling water, right? The water was all the same. However, each reacted differently. The carrot was strong, hard, and unrelenting. However, after being subjected to the boiling water, it softened and became weak. The egg was fragile with the thin outer shell and its liquid exterior. But after being in the boiling water, it hardened its interior. The ground coffee beans were unique. As it came to the boiling water, it changed the water and gave it incredible aroma. What are you? She asked the daughter. How do you respond in difficult situations? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? Are you a carrot that seems strong at first, but became soft and loses strength in adversity? Or are you an egg that starts with a malleable heart, but hardens with the heat? Did you have a fluid spirit, but as you struggled with problems, have you become hardened and stiff? Did the problem harden your free spirit? Or are you like coffee beans? The beans that change the hot water, the adversity, into an aromatic drink? If you are like the coffee beans, when things are at their worst, you will get better and change the situation around you. When the hours are darkest and trials are the greatest, do you elevate to the next level? Life, friends, is full of ups and downs, but the only thing that truly matters is how we choose to react to situations around us and what we make out of it. Life is all about learning, adapting, and converting all the struggles into something positive. Holy cow, I don't know how that hits you, but it hits me right between the eyes. And what's so perfect about this is... Today, I wanted to lift the, I don't know, pull back the veil a little bit more on Michelle, um, lift the, the, the window a little bit more on getting to know me and who I am, because who I am plays a huge part in this, in our interaction and, and the way that we relate to one another. And... Um, today is, is going to be a little bit more personal 
and I think you can already hear my voice um, changing because what I want to share with you today is um, more of my heart. If you've been around for a while, um, you know that I am a hashtag girl mom, right? Love my girls. But if you listen to one of the first episodes, I can't remember if it was the first one. I think it probably was. I made mention of my son. And at the same time, if memory serves me, I made mention that that would be something we would get back to later. So if you've listened along and you're like, okay, wait a second, she's a girl mom, but I don't see any pictures. She's mentioned a son. I don't see anything about him. Like what in the world is going on here? Or maybe you're just listening for the first time and you're like, what is going on here? So there's a lot of like, what in the world? So I want to talk about adversity, struggles, trials, and how they can have a massive impact in our lives. And since we are unicorn mamas running a business, there is a huge, I want to say a hundred percent chance that those trials and circumstances are going to show up in your work and in how you adapt and grow and um, handle those struggles. So yesterday was my son's birthday. Um, It was his 13th birthday. And (laughs) 13 years ago, we welcomed the sweetest little boy. So I have my Kleenex here. Um. 13 years ago, we welcomed the sweetest little boy. Precious. At that point, we had two girls. Um, Let's see here. Ellie was five and Lily was two. And it had been the most bizarre pregnancy for me. Um, Up to that point, he was my, he was my sixth pregnancy. So we had two live births. Uh, three miscarriages, and now here we have Jackson. By the time we gave birth, um, his little body was just a shell. Um, his his earthly body was here, but he was with the Lord. Um, he is he is he was a stillbirth, which means that he was born not breathing, not living. He had passed about a week before. We've learned a lot about stillbirth in that time. Um, in the course of, you know, uh, attempting to get pregnant and all those things, we learned a lot. I learned a lot about miscarriages. I learned a lot about compassion. Um, I learned a lot about everyone's trials and struggles and the way that they go through them is so different. And so here we were, um, 13 years ago, faced with this, not even faced with a choice. I mean, we were given a choice. We didn't have to deliver him right away, but I was like, oh my goodness, no, I need to meet my boy. Um, and, and we, um, 
it has definitely been a pivotal moment in in all of our lives, um, my husband and I and our children. And I feel like this story of the carrot and the egg and the coffee bean are so poignant and such a picture of what we've chosen. We've chosen to be coffee beans without really knowing that we were being coffee beans. We could have had allowed that situation to completely um, destroy us. It could have completely destroyed our marriage. It could have completely destroyed our relationships. It, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I know that um, many of you have, um, you know what I'm talking about. You absolutely know what I'm talking about down to the very fact that you have said goodbye to your sweet baby before you were ready to, um, to things that I can't even imagine. And here's what's so amazing. The Bible talks about God's mercies are new every morning. And I would, not that I ever would contradict what God's word says, but I would say that God's mercies are new every millisecond because I know without a shadow of a doubt that my God carried me in those moments and ever since then. And and before that, definitely, but it was in those moments when you hear the words that your son is, there's no heartbeat. Um, you can't prepare yourself for that. And we had to choose to take a step every day. And by the grace of God, we had a five-year-old and a two-year-old who needed us. And while in some ways that was really hard because we had to show up when we didn't feel like it, um, but we had to choose to let that situation, instead of hardening our heart, truly be that coffee bean and, and take that adversity and change it into something so incredibly beautiful. If you ask me about those days, and you can ask my husband this too, if you ask us about those days, we would likely say that those were the best, worst days of our lives. Truly. And I think my mom asked asked Flavio, my husband, like, shortly after or he was he was talking to her and and basically he was saying like I wouldn't change any of it it hurts like you can't imagine but I wouldn't change any of it and the things that we learned from those days those things that I look back on those days two days sitting in the hospital was how merciful and kind my God was to me If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you know that he says he will provide our needs, right? He And he does, right? You have food to eat. Um, you have clothes on your back. You have a roof over your head. You, you likely have a car to drive. Like we are abundantly blessed. But it was the small little ways in which I saw the Lord provide that just seemed over and above what I deserved. My my cousin who had five children, um, 
she was able to, her husband was home and was able to just say go and be with us for two days. My husband's best friend who lived in, I think they were living in Indiana at the time. Anyways, he was out here for a work trip. He caught a cab, this is before, before Uber, caught a cab, you know, 20 minutes away and came and sat with us. Um, my parents were able to be there. Like over and over and over again from the fact that our hospital had a room set aside for situations like this that had a double door entry. So if you've ever been in the maternity, you know, labor and delivery area, it's so joyful, right? Everyone's giving birth and having babies and it's awesome until it's not. Until you're the one that's there preparing for something that you just it's like your worst case scenario. You're living it out. So we had this devil door entry where it would shield the noise and the joy from the outside. Not that I wasn't happy for those people, but you know, in the moment when you're like, I'm so happy for you, but my heart is broken in about a million different pieces. That's where we were. We had nursing staff that was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And I could go on and on and on for days about the ways in which our God was so kind to us in those moments. And yet he didn't leave us. Like he's been kind to us ever since. So we sat there trying to think of what what we would name our son. And um, my husband had liked the name Jackson. And... As you know, I was an elementary school teacher, and I I kind of poo-pooed that name from the very beginning. We had never found out what any of our babies were until the point of delivery, and we had found out the day before um, when we were told um, that there was no longer a heartbeat. We had also been told that it was a boy. And side note, I didn't realize how much I wanted a little boy until that moment love my girls, would not change them at all. But mamas, you know how that is, right? Um, so we're sitting there trying to think like, what do we, what are we going to name him? What are we going to name him? And so I was looking through a baby name book. Mind you, this is before iPhones or not everyone had an iPhone. Like I truly had a flip phone where you had to text people by, you know, like if you needed to use the letter C, you had to hit the number two, three times because you had to get to the letter C. I mean, this is way back in the day, people. This was really like hashtag hard living, right? Um, <laughs> um, so we had this baby name book, I think that the hospital had, and I came across the name Jackson and realized that it is a derivative of the name John, which means given by God, which seemed so incredibly perfect because this baby was given to us by God. And then we went through and came across the name Christopher, which means Christ bearer. And it seemed so incredibly perfect. This baby was given to us by God to bear the name of Christ because that's all we can do. When we share his story, all we can do is point back to Christ and what he has done for us. And that's how we choose to be 
a coffee bean. And it's only by the grace of God, because in my flesh, oh my goodness, in my flesh, I think I want to be an egg, and then sometimes I want to fold and be a carrot, right? <laughs> because that's what, that's just what we want to do. Like, it's awful. But we had two little girls who needed us, and we didn't have a choice. I didn't feel like I had a choice. And I also didn't want to be defined by our loss. I wanted it to be something that propelled us, which it's crazy. You know how the Lord uses circumstances and brings them full circle. So fast forward to um, 2019, my daughter was then a junior in high school at Saugus High School in Saugus, California. If you look that up in November of 2019, there was a school shooting. It was awful. Awful, right? You don't want your kids to go through any of this. You don't want you want to you want to um, cover your children from any sort of pain. And I remember her asking me, "Mama, how did you walk through those days after Jackson?" And I said, you just do, you put, it's time where you, your feet need to walk the talk that you have talked for so long. You trust the Lord. Okay, now it's time to trust the Lord. And I remember talking to her and saying, sweetie, here's the thing. I'm not a counselor. So any of you who are counselors, you can write me later and say, oh, this was, that was not great advice or it was whatever. But this is what spoke to me and it, and it spoke to her. Because we have a choice in every situation we come to, right? We have a choice. We have a choice to camp out in that situation, in that moment, and no one would blame you, right? You go through a massive loss, a loss of any sort. You go through a very... Um, horrible situation like a school shooting or anything and no one would blame you for sitting there for a while right or we have a choice to make that something that propels us that moves us forward it has a lasting impact in our life but it is not something that we sit in it's a turning point we can say you know pre-Jackson I remember being this way and post this is my my perspective, my vision, my everything has changed. So that's the way that I choose to look at it. And that I know for my daughter has been so pivotal for her. She can choose to sit in that day of horror or she can choose to give that over to the Lord and make it a moment that pivots that she grew from, that she changed from, that she's more compassionate from, that she's more understanding, that she's kinder, and that she understands the mercy of God in a greater way, that she understands the goodness of God in a greater way. She understands the grace of God. Friend, I tell you, from the moment my son was born forward, I understand the grace of God so much more. I understand his mercy so much more. I see it so much more clearly. Okay, so how does that relate to your business? Because I know you, you're like me, you're like, okay, 
we have these situations that we walk through, but how can I use this to make me a better business owner? How can I use this to make me a better mom, a better wife, a better friend, right? We want these trials to not just be for that moment, but to permeate every area of our life. And friend, that's it. That's what you have to do. Allow it to permeate every area, make you more compassionate, make you more understanding of the goodness of God, his grace, his mercy, his kindness. And how can you carry that into business? When a hard situation comes, are you going to fold? When a hard situation comes, are you going to get bitter? Or when a hard situation comes, are you going to be like that coffee bean? Are you going to change the water around you? Are you going to allow that adversity to help the situation become better? It's not even rose-colored glasses. I think we, we chalk that up. It's not seeing a situation for something it isn't. It's for seeing an opportunity um, and seeing it the ways in which you can grow. So friend, I don't know where this finds you. I don't know if you're in a in a hard situation right now. If you are if if you're going through a season of loss, if you're going through a season of trial, if you're whether it's in your personal life or in your business or all of the above, we have a choice every single day. Every single day. What are you going to choose? Because no one can choose it for you. Those things, maybe maybe everything's gone right for you. Maybe you're right where you want to be. That's awesome. That's awesome. Maybe not. So you have a choice. Are you going to point a finger at a situation and say, oh, yeah, it's not right. And it's because of this. And that's, you can choose to do that. But friend, I'm just going to ask you, is that helping the situation? I'm not saying forget about the situation. I'm not saying forget about the hurt. I'm not saying forget about the trial. I'm just asking, is pointing the finger at your upline, your downline, your sideline, your company, your is that making it better or or are you going to choose to be the change, be the difference, do something different, allow that situation, allow that, that trial to change you for the better, to make you a better wife, a better mama, a better business owner, a better friend, a better sister in Christ. You have a choice every single day. And I am so thankful for my son because as much as I would love to see him here, friend, he's with Jesus. He doesn't want to be here. And he taught me more in my six and a half months pregnant with him and the last 13 years than I think I ever would have learned with him here. 
I learned so much from my daughters. And I learn, we learn from all those situations, right? So that's just another little peek into Michelle and who I am as a full person because I'm not just a business owner, not just a mom, I'm not just a wife. It's all of these things that permeate who we are. Like I, I do not have the capability of compartmentalizing who I am. Like it's all me. And these trials have shaped me to who I am now. And I will tell you that because of Jackson, I am a stronger woman today. I am a stronger business owner. I'm a stronger mama. Um, through all that, it gave me the, the ability and the strength to step into things that I had been fearful of. So I would love to hear your story. I would love to hear how you have allowed these situations to propel you forward. I would love to hear your story of loss. I know that there is a whole community out there of mamas who understand what it's like to lose their babies. I know it. And unfortunately, it's not something that's talked about a lot. I talk about Jackson all the time. I talk about my three miscarriages anytime. Not as a woe is me, but because I know people are not talking about it. And can we normalize that conversation? It's a hard conversation because it's emotionally charged, right? Because it hurts so much. And, and maybe if this rings true, I can, if this is something that you want to hear more about, I can, I can certainly go into greater detail on that. But I want to honor my son today. And I want to give honor and glory to the Lord for all that he has done in my son's short life. But these 13 years have been filled with the opportunity to share about this gift that was truly and completely given by God to proclaim the name of Christ. And friend, if you do not know the hope that comes from Jesus Christ, I would love to share that with you. Friend, we're going to leave on this note. Are you the carrot? Are you the egg? Or are you going to be that coffee bean? And are you going to allow those trials of life to change you from the inside out, but also allow you to change the things around you? It hurts either way. Your heart still hurts, but gosh, let me just tell you, giving and changing and pouring out, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And you never know whose life you might impact. Okay, friend, I love you. And I promise Thursday's episode will be, will be back to full business. You know, it won't be, um, 
You won't need Kleenex. I don't think. Hopefully not. Okay, my unicorn mamas, I love you. Have an amazing day. Hey there, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and learned something new or helpful, it would mean so much to me if you hit subscribe or snap a pic, share it in your social, and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping our unicorn tribe grow. Until next time, keep being you.